0: Hi everyone. Things have been pretty quiet here at Motown. Not too, too many training runs. Frank is preparing for the Klondike, which will be in the Twin Cities. And so that'll be something different. I think it's been some time since there's been any, any sled dog races um, in the Twin Cities. So he's looking forward to that. Sherry and I will not be going. Frank has a couple handlers coming to help him. And so Sherry and I will be taking care of all the animals here at Motown while Frank is in the Twin Cities. I think it's been a couple weeks since I've done an update on the puppies. They are still growing, of course, and they're still just getting cuter by the day, of course. But because it's been in like the, you know, the 20s, upper, upper 20s for the last few days here, they've actually been outside in their pen. Um, there's like a little pen on the side of the house that's um, shielded from the wind, and there's plenty of straw, and there's a house, and we've given them little toys and stuff. And so they're loving it so far. They're just rolling around in the hay, and, you know, they're trying to eat all the snow that's sort of fallen into the into the side of the pen through the chain link fence. So it's a good thing. It looks like they, look, they like snow, so um, that's probably a good thing for for sled dog puppies. Um, and we, when it's cold overnight, we bring them in the house. But really, the pen we have inside for them is too small. So it's nice for them to have a little bit of a bigger space to play and to kind of get used to the, to the colder weather. But I do miss the little noises they would make all day long inside. And um, especially at night, they'd be pretty quiet at night in the house. But you can still hear their little kind of rustling around and um, little noises as they fall asleep. So it's definitely been a change for me, but, but I'm happy to see them enjoying their time outside and getting used to some of the weather that they'll be in once they become full-grown sled dogs. The biggest thing for me that happened this week was that I was able to jump on a sled again and... It was only um, my fourth time being on a sled so far, but it felt like a lot of stuff went wrong. And at first I was kind of a little bummed out about it, but after talking to Frank and some other mushers, they're basically like, that's totally normal. And it was my first time being out with a sled, uh, with a team on a sled by myself on the trail. So it was probably a little more nerve wracking than normal. So for this particular run, um, Frank hooked up an eight dog team and then I hooked up a four dog team. um, And my team was some of the older dogs, plus um, Iris who's kind of on the cusp of retirement. So basically, all retired sled dogs for all practical purposes so they don't they're not really fast but they're all they know the trails and they're you know they're veterans they've been through tons of races so I typically don't worry being out with them especially because I'm usually with Frank but this time um, Frank and I kind of went together at first I followed him And then he tried to, you know, he wanted to see how his team was doing and he figured he could take them a few extra miles. So at one point we stopped and he said, okay, I'm going to go straight and you're going to make a right and head back towards the house. And I knew exactly where we were and I knew how to get home and everything was fine. And, you know, up to that point, nothing had gone wrong. So I was feeling pretty confident that It was going to be just a smooth run with not too many issues. Unfortunately, as soon as Frank took off and disappeared around the corner, (laughs) that's when everything started to go wrong for me, of course. Um, So the first thing was that I guess my team wanted to follow Frank. They didn't want to go the way I wanted them to go. So it didn't matter... How many times I yelled the commands at them to go right, they just kept trying to follow Frank. And we, we only went a couple, they overshot a couple of feet past where the trail was supposed to go right, where I was supposed to turn. And so I thought, okay, no big deal. I can still you know, stop the sled and get them turned in the right direction. And in order to do that, there's this um, device called a snow hook. It's basically like a metal claw with prongs that you um, you put in the snow and you stomp on it, and it's supposed to at least temporarily help stop the sled, um, you know. But the the problem is when there's snow, the snow hook will pop all the time. It doesn't always hold in the snow. It's more of just a kind of a just meant to stop you temporarily. It's not like an anchor by any means. And so. I tried to put the snow hook in, but every time I let go of the sled, the dogs would start pulling, and I was really nervous because number one rule in mushing, or so I'm told, is don't let go of the team. You know, it's a huge disaster. And so I was really nervous that if I tried to run up to the front to turn the team around, that they would just take off and I wouldn't be able to to catch up with them. So, so I was like, okay, well, this is gonna work. But I knew that up ahead from where we were, there was like there's like a little turnaround where you can just there's like a loop and you just it loops you all the way around and then you're back on one of the trails that would have taken us back towards Frank's house. So I thought, okay, well, I can't stop the sled. I'll just go forward and I'll get them turned around at the roundabout. Um, But when I got to the roundabout, I realized that the trails on either side of the roundabout had been groomed, but the roundabout itself was completely snowed in. I couldn't find it. There's no way the dogs were going to know where to go. And so I was like, okay, shoot, I really need to turn the team around now because there's no other way for me to get them turned around. And I have no idea where this trail I'm on even leads. So once again, I tried to find a place to stop and put the snow hook um, in the snow and stop them temporarily so I could turn the sled around. But somehow while I was trying to do that. And there's no easy way to describe this, but the handle of the snow hook where you hold it. Somehow got caught on the runner, which is the thing you stand on at the back of the sled, and I couldn't get it off because the other end of the snow hook is attached to the line that the dogs are on. So the more the dogs pull, the further up the snow hook would get stuck, and I didn't have the strength to fight against four crazy dogs and, and pull it back. And And unfortunately, it got stuck with the prongs facing upward, so there was no way for me to have it catch on to anything and stop. And so I was like, oh, gosh, OK, this is not good. <laughs> I have no way to, like, stop the sled even even for a minute um, other than to use the brake. But you have to stand on the brake to stop it. Otherwise, you know, the sled just goes forward. So, um, so I kind of mushed along for a while, having no clue where I was going with the snow hook stuck on my sled and no way to stop the sled. And I, I thought, well, maybe Frank will come back this way and maybe he can help me or you know I tried to untie the snow hook on the rope but it was you know tied really tightly and so finally I kind of snapped out of it and I was like no no I have to I have to figure out a solution I can't just keep going forward and hope something happens and so luckily um, the trail we were on kind of there was like an uphill part we were going uphill and so I waited until I saw what looked like the steepest part of the uphill to stop the sled we using the brake because I figured at least on an uphill the dogs wouldn't It would be harder for them to to jump forward and keep going, you know. And they kept pulling, but because it was uphill, they were slowly getting more and more tired. And there was more and more slack in the line. And I was able to like slowly inch by inch, finally get the snow hook off of the runner. And luckily, the snow where we were was a little bit harder than where I had tried to hook it the first two times. I was able to hook it long enough and securely enough to where I got the team turned around. And you know, it's no easy feat, even with four dogs. You know, it's hard. Plus, the the sled is like like eight or nine feet long from the tip of it to the, the end of the runners. And so you can't just like rotate it. I mean, it gets stuck in the snow and so you have to like, I had to fiddle with it for a while, but eventually got the team going the opposite direction and we started heading towards home and they made the correct, more or less the correct turn to get towards the house. And I thought everything was gonna be fine from that point forward. But of course, dogs have a mind of their own and more stuff continued to go wrong even after we were supposedly on the right trail. At one point, um, there's a spot where the trail crosses like a gravel road that's always plowed. And so all the dogs have to do is just, you know, get off the trail for a second and then cross the street and there we're back on a trail again. But for some reason, Iris and Wolfie, who were in the lead, didn't want to do that. And they ended up, instead of staying on the trail, they actually made a left onto the road. And the problem with being on the road is that it's since it's plowed, there's no snow. It's pretty icy and everything's packed down. So even the brake that's supposed to stop the sled, the hard brake, doesn't work. There's nothing for it to catch on to. And there's certainly no place to put a snow hook because it's all flat. And on top of that, when they made the turn, the sled sort of jerked a little bit um, to one side and I ended up tipping it over and crashing into a snowbank, which is fine. No big deal. I didn't let go of the sled. I just kind of got a Face full of snow, and I realized that I lost my hat. Also, I my head was really cold, and I turned around, and my hat was like 30 feet behind me on the road. And I was like, "Oh well, I don't think I'm going to be able to retrieve that." So, you know, hat's gone forever, or that's what I thought. And so I was able to get the sled right side up, and we continued on our way. And luckily, you know, there's another part, another section where the trail crosses the road. So, you know, was able to get the team back onto the trail. I'm headed towards Frank's house, um, and of course, when I got from the road onto the trail, there was another hard jerk of the sled, and it tipped again. But again, no big deal. I just got a face full of snow for a second time. Then I really thought, okay, well, we're really close to Frank's house, so that's got to be the end of the issues. <laughs> Unfortunately, the dogs had one more little surprise in store for me. When we were we were on the trail that literally goes right straight into Frank's driveway, and we were probably like not even a hundred yards from the house, and there's like a little trail that goes off to the side and goes up a ridge that is I've hardly ever used it so I don't even know exactly where it goes but right before we were supposed to get to the driveway the dogs took a hard left and decided they wanted to go that way and so again I tipped the sled fortunately this time I was able to stop them soon enough to where it was easy to sort of I just kind of screamed at them and they kind of realized like oh shoot we're not supposed to go this way and so they got themselves back on the trail and we got into the driveway and I was able to unhook everyone and Team was fine. I was fine. um, Just covered in a little bit of snow and definitely cold and wet. But yeah, I mean, it sounds like, like I said, from everyone I talked to, that's pretty much (laughs) the way it goes when you're mushing. (laughs) Stuff always goes wrong. And so I'm glad that I was able to at least not panic and and just get everything sorted out. And the best part of the story is that later on, um, Frank saw my hat on the road when he was bringing his team back And he was able to go back later with the snowmobile and retrieve it. So don't worry. My hat is fine. I'm fine. The dogs are fine. And everything at Motown is just going along swimmingly as usual. This has been Sled Dogs, Cold Toes, and a Gal from Texas, an original WTIP podcast production. Stay tuned for the next segment airing every Friday morning on North Shore Community Radio and online at WTIP.org.